Welcome back to Naphtali Tribal Home, Anichas 24 into 7. We are broadcasting our programs from Kochi, India. We were discussing on last Sunday and throughout the week on God's grace. We are trying to define it so that a layman may understand it. If you haven't seen the first part of God's grace that we broadcasted last week, I request you to visit our site naphtalitribe.com where you will find a link to our YouTube account. Please visit our site, listen to part one of this discussion on God's grace and continue to listen to part two. In part one, we learn that God's grace is God's unmerited favor towards human being. God's grace is not merit-based. The world runs on merit-based, but the kingdom of heaven does not run on merit system. So merit salvation is not appropriate to God's grace and licentiousness to, to live a sinful life also does not suit to, does not uh, uh, go along with the, the theology of God's grace. God's grace first saves, then trades. And today, in part two, we are discussing further details of God's grace. God's grace is of two types. One is common grace and another is the second is saving grace. Common grace is the favor that God gives to all people. Common grace is the kind of grace we see in creation. One enjoys common grace simply because he is alive on this earth. It is manifested in the way God takes off our food, our shelter, our clothing, sunshine, rain, law, garment and um, everything. Even a person who rejects God, even an atheist, enjoys God's grace. Let us read Matthew chapter 5 verse 45. He causes his son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. So very clearly our Lord says that our God causes his son to rise on the evil as well as the good. The rain is showered on righteous as well as unrighteous people. In Genesis chapter 8 verse 21-22, we read like this. He, the Lord smelled the pleasing aroma and said in his heart, Never again will I curse the ground because of humans even though every inclination of the human heart is evil from childhood. I never again 
will I destroy all living creatures as I have done. Here God is entering into a unilateral covenant with Noah, with all human beings through Noah. In verse 22, he is making a unilateral covenant. It is like this. As long as the earth endures, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night will never cease. And common grace works on this covenant God has, God has made with Noah and with all human beings through, through Noah. And this is common grace. This is a covenant. It is an unchanging covenant. So all people who live on this earth, just because they are born and they are alive and they are living on this earth, they enjoy common grace. And second is saving grace. Saving grace is a bit more difficult to understand than common grace. Saving grace is an action that results in the salvation of human beings. God acts so that human beings are saved and that is saving grace. Saving grace works on faith, on the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. There are three components or three elements in saving grace. One is salvation to all. The second one, election of saints. Third, freedom to resist grace. Let us see what these three components mean. Salvation to all is a legal offer of salvation to all human beings. In the book, in the epistle written to Titus, chapter 2, verse 11, it is said like this, For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. Paul says that the appearance of God's grace brought salvation to all men. Paul means that God's grace that appeared in the person of Christ offers salvation to all that hear of it. In John 3.16, God is declaring this legal offer to all people, whether they are criminals or saints, atheists or believers. It is, it is, it is recorded like this, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. So the offer is to everybody in this world that they may have eternal life and God is offering this salvation. God is offering salvation to all human beings even while they are sinners, they are living in, in, in a sinful life. In Acts 2.21 we read, And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Please note the phrase, everyone who calls on the Lord. In John 4, 13, 14, Jesus answered, 
everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again but whoever drinks the water i give them will never taste please note the phrase whoever drinks so this is an offer to every one who lives on this earth again acts 10:43 we read all the prophets testify about him that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name again everyone who believes in him this does not mean that everyone in this world will be saved bible is very clear that in the in the in the final day in the last day there will be a separation of evil and good or of uh, good people to receive their reward and to live a blessed eternal life and evil people to receive an eternal death but what what then all this uh, all this argument means all these arguments all this offer of salvation means that no sinner is beyond god's grace the apostle paul was a persecutor of the church but still god loved apostle paul and called him and elected him and he appointed him as one of his apostles so even if a person is a what's sinner according to the world standard he is not beyond salvation he can accept jesus and can receive eternal life in romans chapter 8 verse 8 to 10 we read but what does it say the word is near you it is in your mouth and in your heart that is the message concerning faith that we proclaim if you declare with your mouth jesus is lord and believe in your heart that god raised him from the dead you will be saved so even the word sinner can be saved by declaring with his mouth jesus is lord and by believing in his heart that god raised him from the dead therefore it is just as clear in the word of god that the saving grace of god is provided for every single man and woman through the sacrifice of his son a person may believe in jesus may make a purposeful intentional choice to believe in jesus and receive salvation by faith the second component or second element of salvation is election election is choosing one from many saving grace is the favor from god expressed upon those whom he has chosen this expression of grace results in salvation in ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 to 6 praise to be to the god and father of our lord jesus christ who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessings in christ in verse 4 for he chose us in him before the creation of the world 
to be holy and blameless in his sight i love verse 5 he predestined us for adoption to sonship through jesus christ in accordance with his pleasure and will to the praise of his glorious grace which he has freely given to us in the one he loves please note the phrases in verse 4 for he chose us in him that is in christ before the creation of the world in verse 5 the phrase is he predestined us for adoption to sonship through jesus christ so we understand we have to agree that god in accordance with his purpose and before time selected every single person who was to be saved through jesus christ god initially chooses the receiver he is building his body by calling out his sheep god chooses the receiver for preparation of his heart to receive grace a fine example is cornelius cornelius was a gentile cornelius was chosen by god to be the first person uh, to be converted from the gentile community or his name is written as the first person who has converted or who did convert from gentile belief so cornelius was selected and predestined by god for salvation at the same time cornelius says for it we'll come to that later on ephesians 2:1 i'm reading from amplified bible and you he made alive when you were spiritually dead and separated from him because of your transgressions and sins ephesians 2:8 for it is by grace you have been saved through faith and this is not from yourself it is the gift of god and ephesians chapter 2:8 says you are saved through faith and this faith is a gift of god cornelius god this gift of god that is a predestination that is the election and he was open to receive it he accepted it and he went after it and he 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 received salvation or salvation by grace or saving grace in acts 13 verse 48 49 when the gentiles heard this they were glad and honored the word of the lord and all who were appointed for eternal life believed the word of the lord spread through the whole region hope you have noted the phrase all who were appointed for eternal life believed in genesis chapter 6 8 to 10 where we find the word grace for the first time in the bible in verse 10 we read we read but noah found favor in the eyes of the lord now the word found is a simple active perfect verb not a passive one it means that noah searched for grace and he found it and we know that human beings usually uh, usually is not a seeker of god's grace 
then how noah seeked grace he says forget grace now noah says for grace because noah was chosen by god he says for it he seeked grace and he received grace and i know that these two uh, titles these two concepts that is salvation by grace or saving grace and um, election are two paradoxical concepts saving grace offers salvation to all human beings and election says that god has elected and predestined all those people who god want to save we don't understand we cannot fully comprehend how these two things will work together but for many many centuries these two things these two concepts uh, two concepts are working together very well according to the wisdom of god though we do not understand it fully god is doing it very well let us trust in him and um, let us believe that salvation uh, is offered to all that is saving grace offered to all human beings in the, in the world at the same time there is election and predestination of those people who are to be who who, who are supposed to be saved by god and the third concept again uh, adds up to the paradoxical situation uh, of grace the third concept is freedom of choice or resistible grace it simply means that we have the freedom to receive or to reject grace even though you are elected even though you are predestined by god to receive salvation still as human beings you have freedom to resist or reject john wesley believed that people have freedom of choice to accept or reject god's justifying grace so election never violates volition they go together election never violates free will election only affects the preparation of the receiver god gives the receiver the opportunity to actively respond still he has the freedom to resist god's grace the last part of our our discussion is on enabling grace or sanctifying grace there is saving grace there is election there is freedom to resist now we are talking about enabling grace enabling grace can be added with the, the first two divisions of grace common grace saving grace and then enabling grace or sanctifying grace the international standard bible encyclopedia it explains grace like this in the new testament grace became the power of god to enable christians to live the new life in christ so enabling grace is sanctifying grace it is enabling us to live with god according to the principle of 
the kingdom of god sanctifying grace is present in both saving and keeping we enter into one through our faith and the work of the cross and the other through the work of the holy spirit god enables you to live a sanctified life or a separated life and to face trials and troubles in your in your life in second corinthians chapter 12 7:9 paul prayed three times to god to take away the thorn in his flesh in verse 8 three times i pleaded with the lord to take it away from me but he said to me my grace is sufficient for you here grace means my enablement is sufficient for you so enabling grace is to is is to uh, help you to live a sanctified and separated life and to face trials and troubles in your in your life i hope that uh, this short study in two parts has explained what is grace for layman i know that this is not a theological discussion but this is only uh, an explanation so that this is only a narration so that a layman may understand what grace is i believe that this discussion has been a blessing to you all may god bless you